hello, friends and family. We've seen you for the past 24 hours. You're not seeing Becca. You were here yesterday. Yes, Rump is still here. But it's coming along. We're going to get rid of that soon. A um, couple things that we just wanted to address and talk about. Anita, hi. I know that usually we are on um, Thursday evenings. And it is a wet and yucky Friday afternoon, but we figured that we'd just come on here before things got really excited, uh, or exciting, with the birth of this little one. Um, a couple things that we wanted to address um, to our fans, to uh, the people that have been following us for, uh, well, I would say 50, 50 podcasts since we realized yesterday that that was number five zero. We've been doing this for a really long time. Um, this journey of, you know, Alzheimer's and this labor of love for my aunt and for her mom, um, bringing awareness to the disease and to the caregivers out there that are helping along with their loved ones. Um, a few things have come up in the past little while that we wanted to address. I think that um, Karen has been feeling that some things are not coming across clear and I figured you know coming on here and getting some clarity um, couldn't hurt so let's start off with what happened this morning um, this morning I was talking with uh, Catherine who she's the co-founder of the memory ball and she has they've been uh, doing this ball for like the last seven years and it, all the money goes to the Alzheimer's Society of Toronto. And so we were talking because I was telling her about the foundation and how, um, like asking her, you know, are, does the memory ball donate to anybody else? So it started like that. And then of course she, her mom also has, I has Alzheimer's. So she's a young caregiver. So she completely understands this journey. And, um, you know, we, we got to talking about how there's not anything for the caregiver. Nothing is out there. Like, everybody's very focused on the cure, which, of course, you should be. However, there's interim processes that are happening. And if we want to put it in perspective, the disease is a hundred over 100 years old. So thinking about the cure, yes, we definitely need one but there hasn't been in over a hundred years. And in that time period, I would hate to figure out what the statistics would be for the caregivers that have looked after a person with a diagnosis. And I think what gets lost in translation is that, um, like I'm just, I, I say, oh, the, we, we saved the healthcare system billions of dollars, but you have to really put it in perspective. It's not just, the healthcare system that we save it's it's there's a huge emotional and mental toll that it takes and I posted something today um, because that's I posted it not for sympathy that's that's another thing like the thing I posted about um, the hardest thing that I've ever done is grieving for somebody who's still alive because that's what this journey is like 
every day a little piece goes, a little piece goes, and um, in my mom's case, the worst thing was her speech went first. So I haven't heard my mom's voice in a very, very long time. And I did not, it's a different disease, it's different than cancer, like even heart disease, my dad had it, your dad had it, so it's different. Um, my, my, my journey with my father was not as hard as my cousins because my dad just had a massive heart attack and he died. So there was no like, you know, goodbyes like that. But at least even with Wendy, my uncle, he got to say things. He got to do things in the last bit of his life where, you know, he got to say goodbye to people. He got to tell people what he wanted to tell them. He got to kind of like wrap things up wrap things up and and with when you have a diagnosis of alzheimer's you don't really get that option no, it's not really you just don't you don't get that option immediately it's denial like even it even could be with the caregiver themselves there it's denial like even if they see signs they're, they're trying to fool themselves oh maybe it's this maybe it's that but really and truly from the time it's diagnosed it's immediately on the caregiver i always mention it it makes no sense to me but okay if somebody had a brain injury which alzheimer's and dementia is it's it's a neurological disorder and it's progressive so if you had a brain let's say you got into a car accident and you had um, a brain injury right would you when you go to the doctor now like now you're going to the doctor and you're seeing a neurologist or whoever would you be talking to that person with the brain injury? Who would you be speaking with? You'd be speaking to the caregiver. Right. The person who's going to now have to look after you, gonna make sure you take your medication, and now all of that care goes on to one person. And I don't think um, there's enough awareness about that. So we do these podcasts, and yeah, you can probably see us sometimes joking around. And we do that for comic relief, because really and truly, if you really had to think about this disease or even being a caregiver to, like i'm not i'm not denouncing anybody who's a caregiver like anybody in that role it is not a great role it's emotionally draining mentally draining, mentally physically draining i go through probably every single emotion every day you know you go, go through anger you know bargaining resentment like you know, on a daily basis, like today, I was talking to Catherine, I'm like, you know, some days I'm like, okay, my mom has zero quality of life, maybe she should, you know, go now, and then I feel bad saying that, I feel guilty saying that, you know, it's just, I, I, Roller coaster I can't explain this journey enough, I can't, I can't do it justice, um, we come in, we come on here, and we try to raise awareness to, uh, what you might have to go through, what they won't tell you. Like, uh, I'm surprised to know that almost 20 years later, you know, people with a diagnosis still don't know where to go, what supports are out there. Um, you know, I was talking with someone whose husband has dementia. She, you know, doesn't, they, they don't tell you, okay, what you should do, what you, what you should put in order. What um, the next step what is. What the next step is. Like, it's sad to me that we're not progressing in that area. Um, but this is the whole reason for these podcasts. And if you see us like laughing, it's because you have to. If you don't laugh through this journey, you're gonna be in it in the 
legal positions often back and forth. And I'm not joking. I'm really not joking. Things that I've had to experience in these 18 years, I can't, I can't even articulate it. I can't, because I can't go there. I can't afford to go there. I, you know, I've gone through every possible outcome of, of compassion fatigue. I've went through depression. I've had to see a, a therapist. Like it's, it's not easy. It, and that's why it's so important for this wellness center because you're so, I don't know, like I, I talked to other people on the other side of it, you know, like Kalina was on recently talking about how she's struggling to get back into life now after caregiving for her grandmother. Bill is another person who, you know, has caregived for his mom as an only child for five years and he's still struggling because it's, it's such a weird thing. It's such a weird thing to deal with. Um, I don't know. So this is why we're doing this foundation because okay, they're... So, ta- so, so for the people that are, are new to this or maybe just missed a few episodes or whatever, um, let's let's take it way back to what you're doing. Not attempting to do, but what you've done. So you have created a foundation. Let's go there. What is the foundation about? What is it called? Why are you doing it? What, it, what can we expect about it? Tell me more about what this foundation is so that when I decide that you know I really want to donate something to a great cause this is going to be number one on my brain to do that because of go ahead okay so the foundation um there it's just about the caregiver there's no other I I don't want to I looked and I researched and I didn't want to duplicate anything else that someone else is doing doesn't make sense so um a lot of uh Nonprofits, including the Memory Ball, um, they just donate to Alzheimer's Society of Toronto, which then demographically, people in other areas, you're not going to benefit from from that unless you live in the, the Toronto area. So there, and there's nothing in Peel, there's nothing in Halton, there's nothing in any, there's nothing anywhere. And I don't think um, you should you should be demographically challenged to access a service. No, it should be standard all across the right. board. Right, so it doesn't matter where you live, if you need help, you know, you should get that help. And unless you go through it, so I'll give you like the cold notes. If your parent, let's say, or loved one or spouse or whatever is diagnosed with dementia particularly, I don't, I can't speak of other diseases, but even your dad, you get very, okay, you get limited, no. if any. So, like, think about it. And it has to be, um, you have to be kind of, like, not able to do anything. So, if, let's just say, you're, if it's it's just your parents, so it's a a spousal situation. So, let's just say your, your, your mom has Alzheimer's or dementia. Immediately, they're going to send, well, not immediately, uh, after a while, they'll send a caseworker to your house from the local health insurance integration network, so Lynn, um, and they'll come and do an assessment. However, if anyone knows anything about dementia, the beginning stages, the person is still able to talk, and they're going to say things that are probably not even true, like, can, I, can you bathe yourself? Yes. They'll ask you very undignified questions to the person, so it's, you know, and then the case manager is going to make an assessment out of that, and then probably 
you have your husband here so they can help you. So you won't get any assistance. So now you're on your own. So now that all of that um, caregiving goes on to the other person, the able-bodied person. So, or they'll suggest you can put the person, um, your parent, in a day program, which is subsidized. I think it's $16 a day or something. That's if they're safe. And then it's not like a daycare where it's um, segregated by, okay, early onset, moderate onset, you know, it's, it's completely, you're all in one room. So imagine like you have a kid and they separate you from like zero to two or right? Not when it's on the opposite end. Everyone's in one area. So you can imagine that too. So if you're like parent, like my mom got it at 57, she's there with people who are like 70, 80 and you know, so that's the reality of it. So basically, and then of course the person comes home like that's only a day program and then it's back on you and it's we, I was talking to Catherine today um, she's a young caregiver her mom for her mom and you know we were talking about like imagine telling somebody like trying to explain to somebody how it was to get your mom to a, a doctor's appointment like it's so stress I remember those times like it you know the night before you're panicking because you're thinking about how oh, it's gonna be it's gonna take all day for this one 20 minute appointment to get her dressed, to get her in the car, to get her out of the car, to get her back in the car. Like, I don't think people really understand what goes into it. And it's, it takes a lot of patience and it's not the natural scheme of things. Like I did not ask to be this expert that apparently I am now. I didn't ask for this. It kind of just happened that way. And you know, like people are always asking how you can help, how you can help, how you can support. Just support this foundation so I can help other people not to alleviate at least some of the burden and the stress that they are going to go through. I try not to, that's why when we do these podcasts, we make it light and we make it kind of airy because I don't want it to be doom and gloom. Like, I don't want it to be, to, to scare you into, gosh, you know, it's going to be like really hard for you. We were even talking about that today, Catherine and I, where if you're not financially sound or you don't have the financial means, this is going to take a toll on you, a serious toll. Like, you have to give up your career. You Like, there's a lot of things involved when you're caregiving. A lot of sacrifices have to be made. A lot of friendships that are, are like, kind of put on hold. And it's not just because if you... It's hard to, to, to talk about it to someone who doesn't understand your journey. Mm-hmm. And um, I come here and I think people don't, you know, it's, uh, and I said, it's, an, it's like a blessing and a curse how I was raised. I was raised where you just, you know, put yourself together. No, you know, you're not asking for sympathy. You brush yourself off and you get on with it. But I don't think it resonates where I'm going through a lot and I just, you know, I keep it in and I, I just keep it moving. But like I've been saying what I was saying to Wendy earlier, I said, you know, um, when I had my son at home, uh, that was a good motivator for me. Like, okay, gotta do this because you know, Jalen's here, I gotta gotta keep it pushes you to get up and keep going. And now it's you know, it's a struggle sometimes because like I don't he's not home. So now I'm pushing myself to get up and 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and I, and, and I hear you loud and clear. I mean, a lot of people like myself can sit back and wonder, like, how do you do this? Because I can't imagine when you try to really fathom what your reality is and versus like, you know, we all have our stuff. Let's, let's keep it real. And it's not to make light of anybody's journey because we all have our stuff. But when you really sit down with somebody and actually listen to what goes into a day or a week of, you know, their lives, it's really something like caregiving is no joke. Um, we were talking about this over lunch, you know, my, my dad didn't have Alzheimer's and he was really kind of deteriorating for about a year before he passed. That's one year out of 18 for her. And, you know, he was still of sound mind and, you know, his body obviously was shutting down, but he was very aware of what he was doing, could communicate with all of us. And that was hard enough to see and to watch in terms of, you know, the amount of pressure was that was put on my mom just to help him out you know in that one year and to and for us that we weren't we weren't used to doing um for somebody who is so self-sufficient and cannot sit still and wants to do everything for themselves it was a very big life-changing ordeal and that's for somebody who doesn't have dementia so you know people like yourself who are dealing with this on a consistent basis every day without that diagnosis of it's going to get better because it's not yeah. right that's that's a, that's tough like my mom is actively dying and i every day is tentative like so my plans every day are tentative like yeah okay you know people could ask oh can you do this we'll see not like, sure yeah yeah i like to say yes a hard yes but i can't so yeah that's just been my life and it's three years of that like People even have like three months, a month. Yeah. I have three years of it. So, I Sorry, just having a, a moment. Um, Life is full circle still. My mom's actively dying and she's actively... I'm actively... <laughs> I'm going into labor. Full circle. Um, okay. So, a few people have been reaching out to me and to mostly her, um, in terms of, of what they can do to help. And so I want you to answer that cold notes version, the most basic, easiest, what can people do to help? And they can buy a beanie. Beanies! Did you say beanies? so many different kinds you guys they're beautiful they are made just in time for this crazy weather we're about to get here in Ontario in Canada anywhere that you live where there's going to be snow um, there's just so many different kinds well, you know cool now. The millennials are just wearing them. yeah there's you know there's so many different ways you can customize your own so you know we have a bunch of different ones that obviously you know are already here you but could, you could make whatever logo whatever color whatever you can design your own you know and you can go how do you do that you go on the website yes and it's pretty straightforward it shows you you, you know tell me what and then i can order 
so you get to choose your colors you can choose your logo and it's for such a great cause so it's you know I know that right. for her she has mentioned that she feels uncomfortable requesting donations or money and that's it like she wants to be able to give back as well so that you know when you donate something you have something in your hands for your donation which I think is great because a lot of those charities and you know we were talking about that too like even even um the memory ball and stuff like talking about like when you're doing when you're giving to charities how much does it actually get to the person That's right like and there's a lot of charities that you know they've done like these reports on you know they could march a dime 10 cents out of a dollar well Well, and this is why people are apprehensive about donating because you don't know where the money's going and most times it's not going where you think it's going, yeah. right? Yeah. So people are very apprehensive about wanting to donate. And so, you know, in this type of situation, you know, you can let them know exactly where their money is going to go and how it's going to be spent and, and what they get for that. Well, we're opening a wellness center and the reason why is because there's nothing out there like that. So, you, you know, I've done research. Caregivers, yeah, you know, they'll have oh, here's a resource, or here's, um, like, I know the Alzheimer's Society, um, they, first, okay, that's the other thing, Alzheimer's Society, uh, they're different in every municipality, and they don't operate together, so when I was talking earlier about the Alzheimer's Society of Toronto, you're not going to get that same service in Peel, they don't work in unison, they work in silos, so it's different in Peel, you might not get the same programs or access to things, and it's all mostly related to the person that has the, the illness. And yeah, that there's support groups, and Catherine and I were speaking about that earlier today, where I'm like, yeah, I really want to go to a group support group to talk about, you know, this out loud to other people who are going through, like, yeah, that, that sounds like a good time, like, sign me up. Like, you bring the snacks. Yeah, yeah that sounds cool. Oh, I can't wait <laughs> to talk about your problems. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I figured, okay, what do we need? Where is the gap in service? Okay, the gap in services. There is nothing just for the caregiver. I want a place for, like, what I would have wanted. So like I want a goal where I don't have, and it's not for, because somebody asked, oh, so you bring your parent? No, no. Because there's other places for that. Yeah. They already have that. No, 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 no. It's for you. It's for you to get... Like, Escape. Yeah, do you need counseling? Okay, get counseling. We can give you counseling. Do you need, like, one-on-one -on -one counseling? Do you need... A treatment. Like, a, a treatment. Massage. Do you need a massage? Do you need, you know, just hang out, have a coffee? A yoga class. Yeah, whatever. We're going to figure out how to source. Or do you need help to get back into the workforce? Maybe you're displaced. Um... So that's what this is. It's just for the caregiver. So what I wanted, like essentially, what I'd like to do is provide respite care. So send somebody to your house to look after your parent or spouse or whoever, and then you can come out, and then you don't have to pay for this service. So that's what I'd like to do, like to actually help people. Seth Rogen, of course, well, Seth Rogen, so not, you know, He's doing this a similar thing in the states, and he has 
he has a charity called Hilarity for Charity, right? So he does these things. So his mother-in-law has Alzheimer's, and he's a very strong advocate in um, the state. He goes to Congress. Like, he speaks uh, a lot about Alzheimer awareness and the savageness of this disease because, of course, now he's seeing it firsthand. And I want to be able to duplicate that. He's not. He doesn't have a wellness center, but he pays... Um, he has his charity, you can actually uh, apply to it and they'll give you respite hours. But it's, it's not, it's not, not the same. Like mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. just, he's just providing these respite. And I think it's financial. I don't want this to be based on finances. I just think it, you know, the honor system, if you feel you need this, then you should just access it. Because a lot of times too, it's, Unfortunately, in this country, it seems like it's either really poor or really rich that, you know, seem to get access to services. Mm-hmm. And then the middle class always gets squeezed out of that because you're kind of like in the middle of everything. So you don't get anything. Yeah. You make too much money yeah. or yeah. not enough. Right. So I don't want, I want it. To, I'm filling this gap. That's all it is. It's like I did it. I did a needs analysis and this is the gap and I just would like to fill this gap. Good. And again, I am not going to benefit from this. I can't. It's too late for me. But it doesn't have to be too late for other people. Well, just knowing that you're making a difference in other people's lives in terms of knowing what they're about to face and how much of a difference you are making because of that. Yes, I mean, that's huge in terms of, you know, I get what you mean about how you're not going to benefit, like, because you're 18 years in and your journey is almost coming to an end with it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, the, the, di- the difference that you're making in well, other people's lives is huge. It's the pay it forward, right? Like, you know, if you know there's a gap in, in something that you could have benefited from and that could probably help somebody's health, because that's what it translates into, like, to prevent burnout, right? Compassion depression. fatigue. Depression. Depression. I suffered from depression. Huge. And I, like, it's every day it's a challenge not to sink back in there. It, and it is a struggle, but, you know, so far so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, I had to, I'm not, there's no shame. I had to take antidepressants for, I don't know, a few years. I take sleep medication. It, it hasn't been an easy journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think it's really significant. Um, you, t- you can talk to any caregiver even after the journey, and you'll hear, like, stories, you're like, oh my gosh, right? Like, our friend Bill, he's still struggling with the loss of his mom, Mm -hmm. because he's so displaced. I mean, it's all you do for so long, and when the person transitions, you're kind of left like, well, what do I do now? And then you You feel guilty, like, you, you start analyzing each thing, like, what Karina was saying, like, should I have gone away, you know? Like oh, the shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah, yeah, I shouldn't have gone away because then this wouldn't have happened. Or I shouldn't have complained that one time when I, you know, I, I almost lost it because I was so, you know, overwhelmed. You start feeling guilty. Yeah. Even though you're human. At the end of the day, you're just human. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that you decided that you wanted to, you know, clarify a few things. Um as well if for the people that are not into the beans which i find impossible in this type of weather but just saying not everyone's from canada 
Um, we do have the baseball version, baseball caps, and they're super cute and they're super nice. So again, all proceeds will go to the foundation and it's for a great cause, guys. Like, you know, if I know, if you know us or if you know, you know, us one by one, we're not people that ask for much. Well, these podcasts are, we're not sponsored. We just do this. Like, and, and we were talking, we're just being completely honest. That's why I wanted to come on because I know sometimes we joke around and I think it gets lost in translation. For people who haven't been our whole, you know, along our whole journey. So if you're t- tuning in, even yesterday, people would be like, okay, that was a comedy show, right? Okay, but, that made me laugh. <laughs> but it's not, it's really not, that's not the intent. We try to make it light. And, um, but at the end of the day, sometimes, like, I don't feel like doing the podcast. I don't. Ask her. That's why they're always unedited. We come on and we're just like, oh, okay. What are we going to talk about today? I don't know. What do you have to talk about? I don't know. And that's how it works. But obviously they're doing some good and we'd like to keep them coming. But to keep them coming requires money. Because it's, it's... It's not free. It's out of my pocket. <laughs> All of this stuff is Nothing is free. Pocket. Yeah, like it's not a free <laughs> platform. Nothing is free. So, yeah. You know, and donations in any currency. I mean, my gosh, if every single one of our viewers donated $2, $5, like, cost of their coffee or whatever, you know, I don't want to sound like one of those infomercials on TV, but really, I mean, we have so many people that view our podcast. If everybody were to just donate a little something, it all goes to a really great cause. It's not going into our pockets. It's it, not. You know. <laughs> Sorry, you're going to hit me off the pack. Yeah. So, yeah, $10, $25. No, I'm just joking. Um, no, seriously. Guys, we need assistance. In order to, to make money, you know, you got to have money. Or in order to have money, you got to make money. I don't know how that saying goes. But we really, really have been working diligently on trying to get this foundation up and going. And, you know, it takes a community. It takes a village. Like, we're kind of coming on here and we're asking our community and our village. Well, how many things have we donated to? Lots chocolates for school fundraisers like it's you know on and on and on you go to walmart do you want to donate this to kids you know yeah all for a good cause right yeah yeah and how to again let's just make it simple so how do people do this they can just go on the website and it's set up like easily for them to make well the website has um i'm gonna see if i can do that it's a good idea but i you can order the beanies directly from the website what is the website www.reinventandrestore.com I was going to say rhinoceros and ridiculous. And it's one word. There's no underscore, hashtag. She'll put it in the in the comments <laughs> or in, in, the, in the heading. Just and, so that you guys know. Um, the foundation, I'll put the link on my wall. Because it's, it's on a platform. So. Yeah. Get a beanie, guys. It's going to help out a lot. Or, you know, even for a gift for Christmas. Yeah, a gift. You know, Christmas, birthdays, whatever. There's, you can customize it yourself. Um, you know, I'll come on and I'll say this. Like, I don't know her to ask for anything. And I'm one of those people that don't ask for much either. We just weren't bred that way. So, you know, if we are, which is what we're doing, please just know that you know, we want this to be a successful thing. We want this to come into fruition. We worked really hard to make it happen, and we just need help. And, you know, like that old saying that my mom used to always tell me, you don't ask, you don't get. 
we're asking. So a lot of you have reached out to ask how you guys can help. Well, this is how you can help, right? Make a donation. We'll get you a beanie. Customize it yourself. You can rock it out. People will be like, where'd you get that beanie? Like they can't tell you custom. <laughs> so anything else or there's more? You got it all out? Got it all out. All right. Just wanted to, you know. I get it. Needed people to know. Like this isn't all joking around. It's not, you know, serious sometimes. It's actually serious all the time. We just try to find humor in it because we have to. We have to. It's necessary. So on that note, I'm about to undergo another contraction. Let's not do that one. This is not a joke, okay? Really and truly, all jokes aside, she really is in active labor. Baby's coming. I'm, I'm over this pregnancy thing. I just, I need them to vacate. This is it. That's it. So we were just saying her whole pregnancy was documented on a podcast. Literally. Because I think. You did. You you did the expose on a yes, podcast. Yes, we started off and I was not pregnant and I found out and wow. So looking back throughout the nine, entire. For sure then it's nine months. Yeah. Because we started in January. And I it's got. It's been over a year for me. For sure. I started like last October, I think. Mm. Or September. Okay, guys. So, questions, comments, always feel free to DM or even leave them, you know, where everyone can see and, you know, we'll get back to you on it. Get on that website, order your or customize your own beanie. Make a donation for a great cause. Continue to share, share, share. Um, Well, I can't with my Marge Simpson hair, but you can. Why not? You can put on the hat. No, I can't with my Marge Simpson hair, but you can't. You're going to have to hurry because there's a contraction coming on. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to happen. Oh. Oh. Yeah, all of that. Your daughter said I look like a Karen. She really is having a contraction. Just come up. Anything else we need to talk about? No. Okay, so let's... Let's not have the child on the podcast. Literally. I'm getting ready for this little guy. Did I make one guy one? Yeah, why not? Are you getting one for the little guy? Or girl? I should. You gotta put the... A sphere. A sphere, really? Alright, guys. Be well, be blessed. We will see you real soon. Thanks for watching and tuning in. Bye-bye. Continue throughout the name. The name short.